Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm your moderator, Chris Paul. Let's be reasonable. Hey, commies, there's only one thing that can save you from the red wave. No, it's not a mask. You got to learn to swim. It's high noon for Wednesday, November 25th, 2020. You can follow the podcast at I'm Your Moderator on Parlor. You can still follow it on Instagram, but we all know that's not going to last much longer. Because Instagram doesn't like me. If you are so inclined, you can support the podcast, obviously, by sharing it with your friends, by rating and reviewing it on uh, Apple Podcasts. Or you can go to I'mYourModerator.substack.com and sign up for the Substack. So, high noon is late today, partly because the Anchor app is being really weird. And hopefully it'll resolve by the time I want to upload this episode. But also, I just finished watching Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis present their case and mountains of evidence in front of the Pennsylvania legislature, or at least the the GOP side of the Pennsylvania legislature. And the evidence is damning. There is obvious corruption, and any reasonable person would be able to see that. You don't need to go farther than this fact here. 1.8 million mail-in ballots 
were sent out. 2.5 million mail-in ballots were counted and added to the total. How's that happen? Of course, that doesn't happen unless there's fraud. And there is fraud. But there's no evidence of fraud. Yes, there is. You're just repeating the news. It's like being handed a video of your boyfriend cheating on you. And then you ask him, hey, did you cheat on me? And he's like, no. And I know that you've brought me 10 videos in the past and I've always said no, but it's no this time too. All right, I love you. You need to learn to recognize dishonesty and treat it the way you should. The media have been cheating on you and lying about it for years, and you know that. So stop believing them. You don't even have evidence that there's no evidence. You just have the media telling you. And you don't even ask them for evidence of no evidence, just like you don't ask them for evidence that masks work, you fucking maskies. But there's no evidence. It's so crazy. It's so crazy. How can anyone be this delusional? I like I I get I get that they were like big Biden fans and not paying that much attention. I mean, not big Biden fans. No one's a big Biden fan. But, you know, they weren't paying attention to this stuff. Like the news isn't really their thing. They like just telling people that Trump is bad. So they're like, I'm in the club. I'm in the club. Hey, like me. I have no personality and I'll stab you in the back at the next opportunity. But I'm in your club. Congratulations. Congratulations. No one's doubting that you're a terrible, dishonest person. You know, like all of your dumbest acquaintances, the things that they are saying right now. But I expected that some of them would come back to reality at some point and be like, oh, shit, Joe Biden's really not the president elect, is he? But they haven't done that because the media keeps telling them that everything's just fine. But you know everything's not just fine. Because you see that everything's not just fine. So if someone else tells you that it is just fine, that person's a liar. Simple. Today, a judge in Pennsylvania blocked the certification of their vote for at least another two days until an evidentiary hearing on Friday. And I would imagine, unless these people are completely corrupt, that block will be extended because what has happened in Pennsylvania is abhorrent. And you can watch Rudy Giuliani and Jenna Ellis lay the case out. And then you can see a whole bunch of witnesses tell you exactly what they saw 
and exactly what they know. And you'll know that all sorts of crazy shit happened and they made sure that Republicans couldn't witness what they were doing. And that's because it was on the up and up. It's because it's just too hard to have Trump supporters around. They probably don't even wear masks when they're not here in the voting center. Like, they could kill all of us, and they probably want to. Because they're Trump supporters. No, commie. Just no. Now... One of my very dumb acquaintances who I've mentioned on this podcast before, I really thought this guy was going to stop texting me because I've asked him so many times. Now I just have to block his number because it's like, what the fuck, man? Uh, Stop pretending that we're friends. But the guy who's always thinking that he's like really hammering his point home about how Trump lost. And he sends me this article from Newsweek this morning. He goes, sorry, bud. It's all over. I go, oh, God, what is this moron saying now? And the Newsweek article, the headline says Newsmax CEO says its coverage is not accurate. They have no evidence of election fraud. It's written by a communist named Ewan Palmer. Now, I'm going to read some of this, and I want you to keep in mind what the headline was. Newsmax CEO, there are two statements in this headline. Newsmax CEO says its coverage is not accurate. And so let's find out whether or not the article supports that half of the statement. And then the second half is they have no evidence of election fraud. Now, the second statement you can throw away right off the bat. Because Newsmax isn't actually required to have the evidence. That's not how court works. Like the judge isn't going to be like, yeah, but did you guys send it to Newsmax first so that they could check it out? Of course not. So that doesn't matter. But I'm also going to show you in this article that the second half of the headline is also dishonest and misleading. So here we go. Let's do some reading together. Newsmax CEO Chris Ruddy has admitted that some of the channel's post-election news coverage has not been accurate, but defended the output as merely providing people's opinions. Now, let's see. Is that what he said at the beginning? It's not exactly that. Because the headline says quite clearly, Newsmax CEO says its coverage is not accurate. That's not what he said even in this restatement of what he said. That's not that at all. But who cares, right? Continuing. Ruddy was being interviewed on Peacock's The Mehdi Hassan Show about how he can justify the misinformation and conspiracy theories that have been aired on the network, which has seen a surge of viewership and praise from Donald Trump. Now, first of all, Mehdi Hassan is a communist and liar and always was. He's a writer for The Intercept. He's probably one of the main reasons why Glenn Greenwald was like, ah, fuck it. I know I started this place, but I'm out of here. 
Continuing, Hassan accused Newsmax's post-election coverage as like watching a parallel universe. Okay, so Hassan said that. That's okay. And it actually is like watching a parallel universe because you're in the wrong universe, Yakami. Also, this takes as a given that what Newsmax is saying about election fraud is misinformation and conspiracy. But it isn't. Hassan accused Newsmax's post-election coverage as like watching a parallel universe as it continues to push disputed claims of widespread voter fraud. The debunked theory that Dominion voting systems glitch, I think they're missing a word in there, massively favored Joe Biden and the suggestion that Trump could still be president in January. Now, widespread, like claims of widespread voter fraud, the fact that they are, quote unquote, disputed is actually not a problem. It is not a problem to put disputed claims on air. And if you need proof, just look at any of the mainstream media that was saying that Joe Biden is president-elect, even though he isn't. And they know that, by the way. It's not like they're getting something wrong, or I'm getting something wrong, or maybe they made a mistake. They know for a fact that Joe Biden is not the president-elect, and they still put it out there. And the fact that they're still covering this stuff kind of admits the fact that Joe Biden is not the president-elect. And the fact that the commies and maskies can't figure that out for themselves is, I don't know, commies gonna commie? That sounds like I'm speaking Japanese. Hassan also played an, quote, especially ridiculous, unquote, clip from Diamond and Silk, who appear on Newsmax despite being cut from Fox News for spreading conspiracy theories about the COVID-19 pandemic. Was there a conspiracy theory about hydroxychloroquine? Not a conspiracy theory. Also, being cut from Fox News doesn't mean anything. Also, are Diamond and Silk serious Newscasters? No, they are not. They're podcasters. They make YouTube videos. I don't watch them. So I don't want to talk about them because I don't care. But let's not pretend that they're the Newsmax version of Anderson Cooper. A spreader of conspiracy theories. I mean, Anderson Cooper definitely participated in spreading the Russia conspiracy theory, right? What about the Ukraine impeachment conspiracy theory? What about COVID conspiracy theories? They sure did a lot of that. They've focused on cases the entire time. In direct opposition to what the science says and what any reasonable account of public policy should be taking into account. During the clip, Diamond and Silk, real names, Lynette Hardaway and Rochelle Richardson, 
claimed the China virus and the scandemic, that's scam, Newsweek, scamdemic, not scandemic, that doesn't make any sense, are linked to an overall plan for the Democrats to rig the election. Now, that also is not a conspiracy theory. It is 100% true that the Democrats used COVID to change the rules of the elections, to change the method of voting, to send out countless mail-in ballots to people that do not exist, have moved, have died, etc. And that they used it to keep poll watchers from inspecting ballots. So there's no conspiracy theory there. It is actually just a conspiracy fact that the Democrats did use COVID to change the election. If you don't believe that, then you're going to have a real hard time in life. Back to the article. This is a quote. Given you yourself have been a journalist, Chris, for more than 30 years, do you feel embarrassed to be running nonsense like that on your network and calling it news? Hassan asked. Ruddy replied, like all the networks and networks you've been on, there's a lot of opinion hosts and they have all sorts of things that I don't subscribe to. I do believe in free discourse. I believe in people having their opinion. We're not saying that that is accurate. Now, Hassan then interrupted Ruddy to ask him, you're not saying your own shows are accurate, which he does not respond to. Now, let's go back to the headline. Newsmax CEO says its coverage is not accurate. Now, maybe I'm not a good reader, but that's not what he said. Not every opinion is going to wind up accurate. Unless you're, you know, me. It's a joke. We all know about jokes still. But he literally didn't say the thing that the headline says he said. And people do this with the Tucker Carlson thing too. Like, Tucker's producer said in court that not everything on his show is a fact. So that means Tucker Carlson is always lying. No No, no, commie. Ruddy continues. We have gone out of our way to say we have no evidence that the Dominion software was manipulated in any way. And he's right about that. As I said earlier, of course, they don't have that evidence. At least not directly. There is overwhelming circumstantial evidence to show that. And there is enough rooted evidence to believe that. But the headline says they have no evidence of election fraud. And what he was specifically talking about were the Dominion machines. So does that headline make any sense? Nope. 
Ruddy continues. We are reporting what people are saying, like the Trump campaign. We're not necessarily embracing it. Well, that's pretty clear. Hassan then asks, when history looks back on this, quote unquote, undemocratic moment, when many Republicans were trying to, quote unquote, overturn a free and fair election, whether Newsmax would be, quote, proud of what they chose to air. Hassan gives an example of the press conference from recently fired Trump lawyer Sidney Powell. Now, as we discussed on Monday, Sidney Powell was not fired. There is nothing about the word fired that describes what is going on with the Trump campaign and Sidney Powell. They merely clarified their relationship as it already stood so that she could pursue the Dominion stuff, which is going to end up being a criminal case, while Rudy and Jenna Ellis looked after the campaign. Not difficult to understand. Sidney Powell never had Donald Trump or the campaign as a client, so it's literally impossible to fire her. But Newsweek has no problem putting that claim in their article. Hassan gives an example of the press conference from recently fired Trump lawyer Sidney Powell, who is accused of being a QAnon supporter and suggested that former Venezuelan president Hugo Chavez, who died in 2013, created the Dominion voting systems to help rig the election for Biden. So she is accused of being a QAnon supporter, which isn't an accusation of anything. They're just hoping that the accusation will work based on other theoretic knowledge of what Q is. Because somehow no one who pays attention to the central narrative actually knows and suggested that former Venezuelan president Hugo Chavez, who died in 2013, created the Dominion voting systems to help rig the election for Biden. Now, they make the died in 2013 thing. They make a point of saying that. I mean, most informed readers would know that Hugo Chavez died. But if you didn't, then implying that what Sidney Powell was saying is that Hugo Chavez tried to help Joe Biden in this election. And so therefore you can just disregard that claim completely is utter bullshit. This article is a disgrace to the, to, to Newsweek. I was going to say the New York times because they're so consistently disgraceful, but to Newsweek, that's not her claim at all. Her claim is that the system was created to help Hugo Chavez and that that same system was now used to help Joe Biden. And there's not any doubt of that. You can look back to where Dominion and Smartmatic started. It doesn't matter what interference the mainstream media runs on that claim. It is still true. So that was just a paragraph trying to make Sidney Powell seem like a crazy person. But Sidney Powell is not a crazy person. Sidney Powell is one of the best attorneys in the country and a loyal American patriot. So Ruddy responds, 
She's a prominent attorney that filed on this. She's a former U.S. attorney. Again, I think the public can make a decision rather than you or I as to the quality of the information she's giving and whether she's legit. Hassan tweeted out a clip of the interview, which has since been viewed more than 200,000 times. Wow. Wow, what a video. That's so exciting. 200,000 views. Holy moly, that makes it extra true. No, it doesn't. So Chris Ruddy didn't say any of the things that the headline implied, nor did he say the news organization has no evidence of voter fraud. He simply said that they didn't have evidence that the Dominion software was manipulated. And that's a perfectly responsible thing for him to say. Would I have liked him to be more direct about it? Sure. But that's fine. You can say there's no evidence. Regardless, he did not say they have no evidence of voter fraud. And you can tell what a little twerp Mehdi Hassan is by the fact that he says things like, well, you've been a journalist. Aren't you embarrassed about the stuff that's going out on your air? Hey, Mehdi Hassan, aren't you embarrassed of being Mehdi Hassan? That article is just a shining beacon for maskies and commies. It is like the news served up to them exactly how they want it. Totally full of shit and there to give you a pat on the back. Because they were sitting there being like, ha, 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 ha. even Newsmax doesn't have the evidence. Ha, ha. That's like the stupidest argument ever. And I've talked about it before, so I won't rehash it. But saying that, like, finding one example from, like, what you deem to be the other side and then using it to prove that your side is right, because even that one thing on the other side says that you're wrong. Pass. That's not logic. That's not reasoning. That's not even honest. It's just stupid. It's what stupid people do. Being that kind of stupid is exactly how you end up being a commie in the first place or a maskie for that matter. Like, I'll just believe anything. Okay, believe anything. Why don't you believe that Donald Trump annihilated Joe Biden in that election? As your senses tell you. Oh, well, because Donald Trump's just so bad. I hate him, and so does everybody else. And I really believe that 80 million Americans just came out to vote for a dead guy and a dirty cop because they hate that mean orange racist as much as I do. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense, maskies and commies. Everybody around you is either lying to get ahead the same way you are, or they are tolerating you. Because you're so insufferable. But this acquaintance who texted me this morning thought that this was like some nail in the coffin for Donald Trump. First of all, Newsmax and Donald Trump are not connected aside from the fact that Donald Trump says they're more fair than Fox. And they are more fair than Fox. But what the Newsmax CEO says to Mehdi Hassan, as told by Newsweek, 
has no bearing on what Donald Trump is doing or what Rudy Giuliani was doing. And the fact that anyone could possibly believe otherwise is maddening to me. That's why I've started blocking them, because I just do not feel like it is a worthy expenditure of my time to continue pretending to take these people seriously so that they might someday be my friends again. Not going to happen. Just going to block you. Got better shit to do. Also, you're a commie maskey and we've met our end. It's not proof of anything other than how utterly desperate and stupid you are. Do I sound mad? I'm not mad. I'm happy. Because I like it when people show me who they are. And now I have all this extra time and energy in my life where I never have to think about that again. Thank you, commies. You've made it so easy to see good and evil. Loyal and disloyal. Honest and dishonest. Moral and immoral. It's so simple now. That Newsweek article is nothing more than a hit piece on Newsmax. So that silly commies will send it to their friends and be like, look at how embarrassing your network is. I told you they didn't have evidence. And that is what they always want. They want you to back down in the face of their headline. I'm wondering if this acquaintance even bothered reading the article. I think he didn't. Because the article doesn't say anything. It especially doesn't say the thing in the headline. And the idea that someone could take that as proof that Joe Biden is going to eventually win. My God. Where would anyone get this sort of notion? Fucking media, man. So OAN yesterday, which is not a channel I normally watch. I don't spend much time watching any of these platforms new or old, although I'm, I'm happy that they exist regardless because the mainstream media actually does need competition because what they put out is so toxic and anti-American. But OAN had their YouTube channel taken down and demonetized because they said that there was a cure for COVID-19. I didn't even bother looking it up because I don't care. But why is that something that is demonetizable? Oh, it's because they were directly over the target and that information getting out there to people who could actually see with their own eyes that COVID is not nearly as deadly as they pretended it was. You don't want them saying that. You don't want people knowing that. That's what it is. We are imagining. We are pretending. We're giving them the benefit of the doubt that this censorship is for the good of everybody. Oh, don't worry. It's for the good of everybody. Mark Zuckerberg just comes and gives you a little pat on the shoulder. Hey, buddy, it'll be okay. Like, I already got all your stuff. This is for the good of everybody. We're just, we're going to silence you. I have your data. We're going to silence you. It's for the good of everybody. You can still speak freely wherever you want. Just, you know, not on the internet. 
And if you do it in public, there's a chance we're going to have to kill you. But for now, you don't worry about it. I have all your data. You can trust me. I'm doing nothing but amazing stuff with it. And we're going to censor you. But it's for the good of everybody. There's nothing good about censorship. If you're easily offended, shelter yourself. And of course, that's what they're doing. But they want to make their sheltered place the entire world. And sorry, that's not how it works. I feel like we should just parachute them into Zimbabwe and see how their sheltered condition works. Just drop them right off, sort of near some lions, or maybe like a massive, like water buffalo or some shit, and just see how they do. Maybe you can just show the lion your article. Maybe you can explain to the lion how the electoral college doesn't work since you don't know. Maybe if you show the lion enough tweets from Chrissy Teigen and Jamila Jamil or whatever her name is, he'll let go of your leg. Maybe you could tell the lion that you went to Wellesley. Maybe you could tell the lion that what he's doing is racist by eating you. And then everything will be okay. It would be funny. I mean, they're all against hunting, of course. So I wonder if they would want a gun in that situation. And how about if, what if the lion's not even trying to eat you? What if the lion's just like, ah, that's cool. You just go ahead and walk on by. Good luck finding water, masky. But the lion was wearing a MAGA hat. Then is hunting okay? Is it okay, commies, to hunt a lion if the lion is wearing a MAGA hat? I feel like your answer is yes. Maybe you should pray on it. Maybe you should get a uh, find a medium and talk to Cecil the lion and be like, hey, ghost of Cecil, look at all the Facebooks I did in your honor back in 2015 or whenever that was. Look, I saved you after you died by destroying a dentist's life. And great Cecil's ghost would just communicate a message to the entire lion kingdom. And the lion would just be like, Oh, you're an ally. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry about your leg. Do you want it back? I mean, I still, my, my cubs are chewing on it, but I'm happy to give it back to you. And then you shoot the lion in the head. Cause he's got a MAGA hat on. Oh, now, returning from the safari back into Los Angeles, there was a meeting yesterday by the County Board of Supervisors, I think they're called, and 
there was so much protest to the restaurant closures that they had to take their little meeting into a private session where they then decided to close the restaurants. The best part is when Barbara Ferrer, who is the most dead looking health director of all time, she is a doctor, but just not in anything medical. She's like a quote unquote doctor. She's a PhD. She went to school for way too long to do such a terrible job. Is she corrupt? Yup. Does she rationalize it to herself at night? Yup. Does she get way overpaid for the terrible job she's doing? Yep. Does that explain the corruption? Sure it does. But she had to admit that they were basing their restaurant closure decision not on any evidence of case spread at restaurants in Los Angeles. No. She was basing their decision on numbers from the CDC that are seven months old. And why would she do that? Oh, because LA's not keeping their own data on this sort of thing? Well, that's not what we were told when we were asked to be contact traced all the time. Isn't that the whole thing? Oh my God, we're going to solve this with testing and tracing and masks. So LA decided out of nowhere that because of a surge in cases that we need to close all the restaurants based on CDC data that's seven months old, even though better data exists and that restaurants have not anywhere in the world been a major source of spread. That is the government the communists voted for. And of course it is. That's communism. They're making a top-down decision with no input from the community. And they are ruining people's lives. Restaurants are going out of business. These businesses will never recover. These people may never recover. And oh, by the way, even if they do, it's still fucking cruel. People put their life's work into some of these places. People have employees. They also have kids that need to eat. But someone might come around and kill my grandma. Oh, really? Your grandma has a lot of visitors? Your grandma's at stadiums and concerts? What the fuck are we talking about? A disease that barely has the capability to kill anyone. We have reclassified all sorts of deaths as COVID. And now we are systematically destroying people's lives based on no evidence. But where's the evidence? Fuck you, commies. I don't ever want to be asked for evidence from any of these people ever again. They do not know what evidence is. And they do not allow it to change their decisions when it exists. There is evidence to the contrary of every single position they say they hold. 
and they still hold them anyway. Do they care about evidence? No, they don't. Or they wouldn't be commies and maskies in the first place. Because what's the evidence of masking? None. What's the evidence of communism? Tons and tons of dead people. I will be back tomorrow for Thanksgiving, I believe. I'm going to try to record an episode in the morning. I still don't totally know my Thanksgiving plans. I'm going to try to find a house where there are at least two or 300 people in close quarters, and then I'm just going to rub mashed potatoes on all of them. Mashed potatoes that I already ate. And I hope that your Thanksgivings are exactly the same as mine. And everybody is covered in mashed potatoes. And if you run out of mashed potatoes, use the cranberry sauce. No one sees that coming. I'll be back tomorrow at the same reasonable time on the same reasonable podcast network. I don't have a network. Joe Biden will never be president. Goodbye. Whether you're a total newbie to podcasting or even if you've had a show before like me, you know how intimidating it can be to start your show. The tech side especially can be daunting. That's why I'm so grateful Anchor exists. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. They knock down all the barriers to entry. Let me explain. First off, it's free. I don't know how or why, but I'm happy about it. The platform's great. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. I can't even begin to describe how much easier it was to get my show on all the major platforms this time than it was a few years ago. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's right. You build your show, you make money. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place, and the company is committed to the success of its content creators. Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for listening. Please follow the podcast on Instagram and Parler at I'm Your Moderator. Soon I'll be up on Rumble with a video aspect. In the meantime, if you'd like to support the show, I have a Substack, I'm Your Moderator.substack.com, where you can donate. Or you can donate at anchor.fm by searching Be Reasonable with your moderator, Chris Paul. I hope to see you soon. Back out on the rain. Backing as moderator for tonight's broadcast. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. In my mind, that's the end game. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to follow what I'm reading and thinking throughout the day, you can do that by downloading the Telegram Messenger app and going to t.me slash I'm your moderator. On social media, you can follow me on Truth Social, Getter, and Gab at I'm your moderator. I also have channels on Rumble and BitChute. If you'd like to follow the writing, you can find me at I'm your moderator.substack.com. The merch site is cancelcouture.com or go direct shop.spreadshirt.com slash cancel dash couture. If you'd like to support the podcast financially, the best place to do that is Kofa. Go to ko-fi.com slash I'm your moderator. And all of these details will appear in the show notes with each episode. I'll see you soon down on the range. It's hell!